Come on, England. No. It's coming home. It's, it's home. <laughs> Big old yawn. <laughs> Sleepy over here. I heard, uh, it, I heard it didn't come home today. Nope. They were, uh, they were they were taking a nap on the field. And, uh, Good old England. They were up by, you know, they were up by 10 goals, and they just Please. said, Let's take a nap. They were, no, Mid game. The Italians had already taken six naps that day, so they were all set. They, they were ready. They were ready to go. England was yeah. like, ice tea time. Time for <laughs> right. tea. Let's get some some biscuits and oh, tea. The, and the announcers are like, oh, this is this is where usually England loses when they have their designated tea time on the field. Including it, the goalie. He's taken out of the spot. They have to do yeah. it. I don't think it, English people take. They're not like a napping people. I think they do more like what I do, where they've just been running on three hours a night for decades, and they're just oblivious to the fact that it's destroying their uh, capacity to function, and they just keep doing it. You know those big, like, perfectly round, red-skinned guys in England that are, like, hammered right now? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think those guys sleep. They just fucking, they don't have to sleep. No, they, uh, because they eat shitty uh, fried food all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like... Work shitty jobs. Just keep all, going. Yeah. No sunlight. You keep know. No sunlight. All their, all their soil has rocks in it. Yeah. Oh, going up to the rock farm up there. No. Th- food seems pretty good, honestly. People rip on the food. I, I, I probably would fuck with the food. That full English breakfast looks good. And fish, yeah. fish and chips, I could tell you for a fact, is good. Just yeah. pick the rocks out when you're, you know. You got to pick the it. rocks out, yeah. You know, pudding or whatever it is. Take Black the rocks pudding, out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of good stuff. The fried tomato with your, with your brekkie. With the, the beans. <laughs> People the are rocks like, are coming home. I'll eat the jelly deal too. I don't give I a fuck, it, man. I'll try it, man. I mean, we'll try it. We're not picky eaters here. We'll try fucking pretty much anything. I gotta get the eel box, the the rice box they have at this place called Tai Chi. These like boxes with just like they have the beef rice box, they have the pork rice box, both very good. I gotta get the fucking eel. Eel, one. eel is good. one of my favorite like fishes that I've eaten. To be honest with you, it's fucking great. Yeah, I love. Eel. Certainly in a sushi context, it's the best. The the British shit is like they make like a jelly out of it, and it's served cold, and it's a weird thing that they do. But I would still try it. That's, I think just, that's that's just like a joke that they pull on. That's like a prank. They pull- and maybe that's how it oh, started. Yeah, here but you they go. eat it now. Yeah. <laughs> it's a specific kind of eel that's in their their waters too. I um, think it's the, no the different. Bush mouth deal. Yeah. Then, like in Greenland, them eating like fermented shark fins. Ooh, I you didn't know? know about that. No, I def- that, see, that sounds like it would be bad. I think I've seen the process of it, and it's literally like it does not look good. What it do you does have to not do? S- like getting a bunch of that formaldehyde, but it's like they get the fins, they like let it like fucking air dry, and they like coat oh, it shit. with like some shit, and it. Looks pretty gross. Some actual shit. See, with the British eel shit, I know, like, the idea is you have to, like, cut them up while they're still alive. And then you, like, do a bunch of shit to it and then let it sit in, like, a fridge and turn into a jelly. And that's how they do that. That's like, uh, I mean, Europe loves making just food where you just, like, torture the animal. There's that uh, French dish where you uh, cook a bird, like, while it's alive, I believe. Foie gras? Now, no, foie, foie gras, gras is like the force feeding thing. Yeah, that's just yeah. to make their livers bigger. Yeah, I mean our uh, our friends in Japan also <laughs> do some shit like this too. I don't yeah. know if you've ever seen that. 
I mean, like, there's something you eat over there that's like alive when you eat it. I don't remember what it was. My as friend if did like it. what we are doing with our factory farms are that aren't like worse. Oh, possibly. that's obviously worse. I mean, but but also like those other places are also doing that. <laughs> yeah. Or all those but that's <laughs> separate from eating the live shit. And the eels, I think they farm eels too, but I don't know how bad the process is for that. I did see a Brexit related story. This guy who voted for Brexit was very, very perturbed because he is an eel farmer and he can't sell his eels in the EU anymore and he's got eels going to waste and I was like this is the most fucking British thing I've ever heard of a Tory eel farmer who voted for this thing that has very <laughs> predictably ruined his business <laughs> where he sells eels Oi my fucking eels I can't send them to Japan to get shoved up a fucking woman's pussy <laughs> the fuck don't f- fuck <laughs> mate don't forget about the lob- the poor lobsters are they a big lobster exporter a- no, I was talking about over here. Yeah, America. We just you know throw a living lobster. Yes, we do do that. That's yeah. True. I don't know how a, much they can feel pain. Lobster, I think, is a little bit of an overrated food too, but but it is good. Overrated, yeah. but good. Definitely overrated. I mean, you don't eat the shell. No, don't. <laughs> no, I didn't eat oh. the shell. Oh, don't eat the shell. Well, guys, this is you know King's punk. The very on topic opening thing. I I promise we need to be good today because. Some people might have some trepidation about listening to this after the the Soul Caliber fan fiction episode. After the last bullshit uh, episode, we did. we had a lot going on that weekend, so I think it was mostly just us wanted that. You know, I will say we didn't have a lot of time for planning, but that was not an easy episode to do. No, <laughs> I would say I was struggling. We maintained so you're welcome, everybody. for a while. I was the worst at it, which I didn't expect. I thought, you know, I did theater a little bit in high school. I figured I'd be good at it, but. Uh, no, I, I forget what it was. There was something he wrote where I just started giggling like a motherfucker pretty much right off the bat. Yeah. Well, we got we got a pretty cool topic, I think, that we're... Oh, top, topic. Jeez. Fuck topic. Topic that we got to talk about. I got some topics on, tapas on Friday. Did you really? I did, yeah. It was oh, yeah. How was that? It was good. Talk what about are later. tapas again? It's like... Uh, I think it's Spanish for snack. Okay. I don't know if that's no. Um, it's like little. You get like a bunch of like dishes that oh, don't yeah. have a ton of food. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah they. Ha- that's what I got when we, we went to um, Radio Social. They do that in the beginning. Similar, similar vibe. Yeah. Um, but let's let's see here. But before we get into the topic of the day, I wanted to talk to you, the listeners, about something uh, important to us, and that's. Records and music, specifically records and music from a little label known as Shirley Road Records. I've heard of that. Have you heard of that? Yes. Yeah, they I had, guess yeah, they the had a release that I liked a lot. Um, I'm trying to remember. What what was it? It was like a... Burial Sounds. Con- yeah, Burial Sounds. That yeah. was a very, very difficult to listen to in a good way. But differently, uh, they have a lot on that on Shirley Road. They got a lot of like core grind stuff, uh, shit like that, which I know some of our listeners are into. I'm sort of on and off about it. But uh, this was comparably difficult to listen to, but very different style. It's like slow, uh, just like weird industrial noises, not like Nine Inch Nails industrial music, but just like sounds and like a guy yelling and it's pretty fucking cool but not doesn't not really sound as, anything else i've heard of not nearly as horny as nine inch nails though not a lot of things are 
not a lot. Yeah, very, pretty high up. Uh, I mean, I don't know. You could put. I guess you've got like Devo. That's hornier than Nine Inch Nails. Is it um, really? You got ACDC. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, AC is. Nine Inch, because Trent, Trent writes songs about other stuff sometimes, I think. I, mean, I feel like Trent... Had like a hole isn't about fucking. first record, sounds like he's never had sex before. That was one of my main criticisms. On the first record, record, it sounds like he has had sex with one woman, and he's certain that no one else is as good at having sex, and he's very upset about it, which is something that's easy to believe when you've only had sex mm. with one woman. No, Okay, yeah, yeah. You know what? You're right. But you know who doesn't have that problem? Uh, anyone who purchases something from... Shirley Rhodes. You will not have that problem. You will get your dicks sucked or your pussy sucked off or both if you have both. You get your, you know, clean off. But uh, there's some other stuff that you I will think get herpes and it won't like, be a big deal because they have medicine for that. Your genitals will not be clean, but in a good take, way. It's called antivirals. Uh, we got they got That's a couple. I got to use a condom. So at uh, Shirley Road Records, that I think our listeners would like. I was looking at the. Power and Control CD by uh, Good Boys Blame God. If you don't know them, power violence kind of hardcore band from Long Island. You know, that's Strong Island in the house. New York in the house. Good, good dudes. Love that band. And I think the Power and Control, the their most recent EP, is one of my favorite things that they've done. And I think they have one. There's one left. There's also the Strategically Confined EP on tape from Blame God. One left too. Go pick it up. Go right now. Shirley Roads Records That's Shirley Road Records And you can check the link in the description too. I'll throw it in there as well. Absolutely. So shout out to CJ. Yeah, former He's guest on the show. Good dude. Uh good very good label. Uh hopefully we can see him some I can see him sometime. Yeah, that would be sweet. Year. And then that's kind of what yeah, hopefully we will. That's kind of what we're going to be touching on today is a little bit of punk scene, talking shop, touring, doing stuff with music. Music. The the, the aspect <laughs> of music that jumbled, we have yeah. been really missing out the last yes, year and a half, yeah. which Thank is live shows. Making sense of what I was saying, yeah. Uh, as we mentioned last episode, we played a show last week. Was it last week? Yeah, last yeah. Friday. Oh, geez. Last week, and then we went to a show. And the episode we recorded was just us going about to go to that show. Yep. That was the best and most interesting weekend I've had in a long time. I feel like my life has t- turned a corner since then, honestly. I'm, I'm yeah. uh, sort of, that was like a turning point. Big moment. Yeah, I think so. I don't know, so. what, was there a full moon? If you're a girl, mm-hmm. let me know what the astrological situation was last weekend because I'm curious. Yeah, what planet was going up? Yeah, it was, what was in Gatorade at the time? What was, was Planet X visible? <laughs> planet is that a isn't that a fucking or, uh, what's it called Z- uh, planet x or Nab- nabiru nabiru yeah, remember when they were like oh, 2012 the planet will come forth no i was, whatever I was talking it. about when uh what's his frank gold was like you guys use the same oh. sample as my band the band nabiru i'm in and we're just like we don't know no. what the fuck that is unfortunately like no frank gold of uh, insect warfare fame and PLF fame. Wait, he confronted you guys about that? No, he just like brought not it really. Up. Oh, yeah, he didn't confront us like... about it. He was cool. Yeah, Frank. Frank's nice, cool nice. dude. Um, we wanted to let's kind of go a little more in detail about those two shows because I think it was yeah. like really the first two shows we've kind of really been to where a we were playing. Yep. And then b 
we kind of wanted to really go, like really, really go to see everything. Yeah, yeah. I think Jake has been to one or so shows, but I went to one. Yeah, lineup it was not as good. Like, as the, it was not as good whatever. as the one last weekend. No. You know, so Tim, let's start with you. What was your thoughts on our show? I think it was a uh, it was a great show. Um, the three bands that played. Well, let me say this: the two bands that wasn't our band. Okay, was great. They were both great. Had good sets. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and I think we had a really good set too. Yeah, was it? Were how are you feeling before we played? Because I kind of have. I want to get maybe some thoughts on that. Like, do are you? Do you get that nervousness anymore? Uh, I did for a little bit last week. Uh huh. But it wasn't. It I, it wasn't really a big problem for me. Yeah. You're I a got professional. Nervous. That never is. I fumbled. I fumbled like all my guitar solos, to be honest. But it, in that context, it didn't matter. It's a fucking park show. A bunch of kids going ape shit. Like who cares? But I. It's funny because I was nervous about doing exactly what i ended up doing but when i did it it was fine mm-hmm. which is i've experienced that in a number of different contexts before um yeah lots of younger people that we had never seen anywhere before and that was pretty fucking sick um many of them apparently were from syracuse we'll get into that later and probably in another episode too um Yeah, the the two bands that we played with, for those who don't know, which most of our listeners probably wouldn't, um, we and we're talking to be clear, this is about our band Leaking Head, the one that all three of us are in because we all have other projects too, but Leaking Head was headlining a show that we booked at a park. We played with a newer, not as quite as new as this version of Leaking Head, but this band Who Decides from Rochester, which is a hardcore band. I'm curious how you would describe their style, Tyler, because to me it's interesting because they sound... Very modern. It's got like, and I don't mean this in a, any kind of funny way, but it's like good drummer hardcore as opposed to like hardcore from the 80s, which is often not that in the conventional sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and very sort of modern recording quality and like breakdowns you could hear on like newer hardcore, like Bridge Nine hardcore records. But like it's, you can tell they've made a choice somewhere along the line of like, we still want to sound punk. It's still a punk band. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. It's like still, it's like hardcore that people who would it's hmm, kind of reminds me it's hard i'm not a huge i'm not as invested in like hardcore hardcore kind of music from like the 90s and 2000s which i yeah. think a lot of those kinds of bands maybe like our fans I feel of. like that band doesn't quite sound like that though, no so I but can't think of i think if someone maybe who was like a fan of american nightmare listen to okay, it they would do that it. yeah but so, someone who also was a fan of rival mob maybe like rival mob the two, could yeah fuck with it. i could hear that and like someone who's more into like the like no way kind of like beach impediment like more newer stuff they could hang too with it fuck, yeah yeah fucks yeah. with it a lot i think yeah yeah okay um, yeah it, they it's have, a good cross-section of like what i like about hardcore yeah no no it is and, and it is very modern which i i don't think is a bad thing i generally like that some people don't some people love it make of it what you will they have uh like a demo and a record out now right yeah correct demo yeah. and a split oh split with a band from cleveland yeah yeah and then the other band that played is the thrill from syracuse our friend dylan wainwright sings in that band um that was sweet that was like more like 
I don't want to use the term tough guy hardcore, but it was a little bit like that. Not in a metallic way, though. Again, they were very More punk. New York, you know, maybe? New York City, but youth crew still. Very youth of today, I would say. Yeah. Very aggressive. Dylan was a very intense, like, pissed off vocalist. Um, he covered my old band, Death Camp, which was sur- <laughs> yeah. surreal for me, but very cool. Um yeah, the thrill is great. Their demo is sweet, too, and it's cool because the recording quality on it, I don't know if this is intentional or not, but it sounds very punk, which is good. I think for that like youth crew type music like or anything, any kind of hardcore punk that's drawing on like post-85 influences, don't overdo it with the polished recording because you're, you're going to sound corny. Make, yeah. it, make it sound dirty, dude. You got to do it. You got to do it. Don't so. come out of there sound like Converge. Because yeah. that is like the, that's a recording style from like a type, a certain type of band that I fucking hate. Yeah, like and oddly enough, it's it sounds like shit. Sounds kind of dated now too, in a weird way. But like, it's like too clean like and like yeah, yeah. fucking shitty. See, it's it's weird when you guys say that because I feel like it's harder. It's it's gotten easier and harder to like record stuff in that regard. Like, it, yeah, like with technology gets better. Like things are inherently going to sound cleaner, and then you have to do weirder stuff to sound like older and dirtier. Yep. To which it's like, there has to be. I think there's a very much a healthy like in between. I agree. In what is clean and what is like? Oh. I've heard some people say something is like overproduced. That like it's like that, that's not over. Like to me, overproduced sounds like you have way too much going on on a record. You have, like, lots of layers and stuff like that. Like, you've spent, like, days on one track. I'll tell you, uh, Metallica, Death Magnetic. That's That should be, like, the number <laughs> well, there's, one. There's a That's different... overproduced yeah. on, like, uh, a fucking, spiritual level, yeah. Like, I, no, I was going to say, like, an engineering level. Like, they mastered that terribly. That It was, like, the worst. Well, it's, I was going to say, there's there's different ways to overproduce a record. There's, like, making it too busy and too many bells and whistles, like you're talking about. Yeah. I think what maybe me and Tim are complaining about is more, like, overpolished. Or, as you're right, because technology has kind of inverted this. Like, if you're in a punk band... um. And you, and I don't think this requires a lot of resources to do. It just requires a little bit of time and effort and ingenuity. You will have to put in more effort to make your, your record sound punk, maybe. But yeah. I agree with you that it's a healthy medium. Like I, I think, even like that Death Camp record we did with Killingsworth in Massachusetts, like that is pretty clean. But you know, we put some distortion on it and it, on parts of it, and it, it worked. Believe me, I don't think Tim or I are suggesting you go the other way that people go now, where they're like. I'm going to drench the vocals in like fucking delay and make it sound like nothing. And I'm going to, every band's guitar should sound like disclose. And it's like, no, don't, that's corny too. Like just make, think about like the best show in a basement you've ever played and make it sound how that felt and just do that. Which if you've never done a show like that, then maybe that's tough for you. But I think we all kind of have a handle on that. Yeah. Now that show on Friday, that we did was had like I guess a lot of new people. Uh, we made a decent amount of money too, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. And then the show Saturday, that was five bands and Vi yeah. bands. Yeah, it was, it was Vi bands. It was not unfortunately. I don't. <laughs> never mind. It's a topic for another time. But uh, we. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and so on Saturday, yeah, there was a show for um, James James Von Sin, Rochester Luminary, 
previous uh, guest previous guest booked his show as he does every year for his birthday um which in past years when there were more touring band stuff they had like midnight playing stuff some of my old bands open it there but this is locals only affair at this venue uh photo city around here that is relatively new uh this was dude i think this was the first time that like the three of us all went to a show together because like i moved in here when there were no shows right am i remembering is my timeline fucked up or no yeah like we've never fucking all, yeah i mean the we've never done that before sweep. yeah yeah so that was sick i was stoked on that it was fun um and it was with james's band rotten uk that's been around here some of our listeners probably might have heard of them even they've toured a little they've bit been around for like a fucking decade they've been around now. it for a decade now they think Pretty about much. it it doesn't feel like it's that long but it totally is um granted they've had a few different lineups they played uh a band called moment of truth played which was that band is from like the late 80s early 90s originally but they have had a sh- lineup changes to be honest with you i don't know if they have any original members anymore um formerly in their sort of classic lineup greg walsh owner of wolf brigade jim uh awesome guy was their singer but he has not been in that band in a long time i don't know what's up with that band now but they played um Unorder, Unorder, new was, band was yeah we'll talk about them in a second because that was the one we were real fi- fired up about um sod off which is another new band and is, is oh fucking uh nervous tick biff from yeah. i object and feral kid records he has like a sort of garage punk type band that played too which was pretty tight they they like a couple of those songs they had were real i like the real fast songs but i also like they had some sort of sad slower sad sounding song really cool too and it's cool to see biff doing that style of music because when I was younger, I didn't even know to what extent he listened to any of that stuff. But he he knows his way around, like killed by death, bloodstains type shit. And oh yeah, it's cool to see him sort of exploring those influences that that rules. And we've I've known him a long time. He's a good guy and a great guy. Done me some favors in the past. And uh, yeah, so that was the lineup for that show. Unorder opened. Yeah, and sort of, that started off our night on a good note. I would say totally. They uh, it was features good friends Jake, uh, who plays in Rotten. Formerly in my band, my first band, Brain Car. That was yeah. where me and Jake both got started. And uh, uh, two others, uh, Fran and I think his name was Caleb. Yeah, Fran also plays drums in Rotten. Yep. And Caleb is a guy from Buffalo that I don't really know at all. But I met him. We he seemed nice. He's from Ohio originally, actually. He lives in Buffalo now. But, but uh, they were, yeah, we really didn't know what to expect. I thought that band was maybe just like a joke band or something because that was kind of what I had heard. But, but then... They took the stage and whew, blew us, blew my hair back, dude. I like I was literally cheering for them. I don't think I've cheered like fists in the air for a Rochester band probably since 2015 when like Gun Trouble was around and they were really good. Um, mm-hmm. And since then, I mean, look, not trying to diss anybody, but no one else has made me cheer since then. That I was real stoked on. Seeing you guys get stoked on it made me more stoked too because I could tell like you were loving it. It's like uh, for reference. Since this band does not yet have any recordings, which we're going to maybe help them uh, uh, rectify that, they um, it's like Sore Throat was the first thing I thought of, yeah, but, but with longer sure. and with like real songs, like it sounds like heavy crust. UK 87, I think one of them called it. Reminded me like uh, the B-side of uh, fucking scum. Disgrace of the Corpse. Oh, that too. Uh, and yeah. then also, yes, the B-side of Scum too, yeah, yeah. where it's like way more punk. Uh, and the, the songs are kind of shorter, but you know, but it just extended a little bit. Um, yeah, just like really, really fast, heavy DB, you know, 
Uh, Jake was doing like spoken word stuff too. That was sick. Yeah, he read some sort of politically charged poetry. That was cool. All three of them did like screaming vocals. That was dope. Yeah, very chaotic, very loud. Jake, Super noisy. Jake is an insane bass player. <laughs> yeah, no one plays bass like that, and it's awesome. He like during Rotten Set when he played later on, like he was playing power. Yeah, it was insane. It's really cool to see like a band that has super like as heavy as that. And it's like Fran is a little sloppy in like a good way. Yeah, it's yeah. Not just like technically proficient like drummer that like tend to just ends up liking that shit. Like that's kind of what you <laughs> discordance need. axis. Yeah, which I mean, I fucking love discordance axis, but like discordance axis just cannot play fucking sore throat kind of face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. Her, she, she has gotten a lot real quick. She is might probably gets the most improved award for drums, which I gave you in my head years ago, Tim. So good for her. Yeah, I mean I've moved on. So yes, yeah, yeah. You play keyboards now, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I sold my drum kit. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Every drum thing you hear from Tim is just yeah, it's a keyboard. It's computerized. Yeah. Digi- what were you, you going to say? Sorry. Um. Uh. I was just going to say. Uh. I guess. So. No. Oh uh, no. It was something about uh, uh order. order something about <laughs> them. Yeah. What did you think? That of was them? it. Uh. Yeah. It was good. It was good. I like the. Uh, I think the napalm death uh, scum side B comparison is pretty. Pretty spot on. Yeah. What that was a that was really uh, it's cool to hear just like more. Stuff like that, like because I don't remember. I can't remember the last time I heard a band that sounded like that. I at all kind of can. I mean, uh, Aspier was which Jake was also in was a little bit not quite like that, but kind of in the same neighborhood. Wombat Syndrome was an old, much older than well, not super old, but Wombat Syndrome was a band around like when I was in high school that was a little bit in that vein. Spoonful of Viking was like a another grind band from Rochester, so I could fit in my head unorder into a sort of Rochester lineage that I've seen in my lifetime. But honestly, uh, I think I might have, I probably liked them better than a lot of the sets I saw from those bands just off a of first set, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, whether it's better or worse, it's a progression. And it's cool to see, as someone who has lived in this same fucking city, see things like, and be like, oh, this reminds me of like other things I've seen here in the past, but it has like progressed or grown in some way. It's, it's honestly especially sick for me because like I've known Jake for as long as I've been alive and fucking played in like our teenage punk band together and to see like where he's gone musically and also just as a person honestly is fucking makes it's really cool it's sick yeah um so we were off to a good start at that show um nervous tick talked about them a little while ago that is a buffalo band yeah a bunch of buffalo guys sort of revolving door lineup but yeah good sort of garage punk stuff um Rotten has like an all new set. No, just to be clear, when you said revolving door lineup, I don't know if Nervous Tick is that. I think you're talking about Moment of Truth with that. Oh, because Moment of Two Truth played. Moment second. of Tooth. Moment of Tooth played second. Yeah, I just wasn't going to talk about them. <laughs> uh, we we didn't know. watch them. I don't think I watched some of it. It's just I'm not that interested in like a band that that pays dues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, their dude, their old stuff is sweet. I respect the legacy of that band. It's just like I don't know what the the mm-hmm. power trio that played that show has to do with that at this point. I don't know what that legacy is. If I'm going to be honest, they they were I'm not trying to be a dick to anyone, but it's just like I don't, I I you can't you you like couldn't make me care about an old band, like right. you know what I mean. Well, Coming I mean back, them now, yeah. 
like like how often that had like the one there's like one band that i like that like was a band for a year or two and then broke up. I don't know how long Moment of Truth was. I don't think they were on very long. It was longer than that. Yeah, really? Okay. They like opened for a lot of like hard bands. They they were important to the hardcore scene in Rochester. That is a fact. Well, okay. Well, that's good. But there's that band Ruin from California that was like they were a band for like a year and they reunited. They like kind of one of the members kind of did it again in 2016 and they've just been pumping out shit and it's good. So it's like okay, that's cool. But like most of the time, I hear anything older that like doesn't really do a ton of stuff. Like yeah, like I've never heard of the Moment of Truth like sick tour they did in like '91. You know what I mean? Like right. Maybe that's just my like my group of people that yeah, I'm in. Yeah, you wouldn't have heard about. Them I just as like much. yeah. It's just so it, to me. In, it's diff- just in like, different uh, circles, that was a, like a very important band. But again, I don't know. Regardless of that importance, I don't know what the power trio I saw the other day had to do with that. It's not the same yeah. singer. It's not the same thing. And I would encourage anybody. I'm not trying to diss. I I mean, no diss. Interpret this however you want. Like if you're if you were in some old band and like you have this lineup with no other original members and the people who cared about your band in the 90s don't really care about it now like just start a new band man you did pay your dues and like people will probably check out your new band they'll be more likely to do that than check out like this thing that they know is named the same thing as another thing but isn't the same thing um but yeah so that but yeah total um, disrespect just you know total yeah, yeah, disrespect yeah yeah um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. You can fucking try to fight us if you want. I don't. No, nah, we're not even, we're we're not even being dickheads right now yet. But <laughs> we're just playing. But I, I, I do think it kind of has. To, it does what I'm going to say with that has to kind of go into um, what I'm going to be saying in a bit um, with some other stuff. But um, after them, nervous tick, the yes, Zipperlips, which is also a bit of a revolving door lineup, but a different kind. It's just uh, Biff writes all the songs and does the vocals, and he will kind of switch out musicians depending on who's available etc so he does he has a bunch of different he's had like a bunch of different bands in the last several years yeah 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 um yeah they were good we sort of touched, touched on them earlier um rotten has like an all new set they're like metal now i can tell jake is sort of leading the charge on that a little bit maybe they sound like fucking sacrilege for those who don't know this band rotten when they started i remember james talking to me about when they were starting, they're sort of discussing which influences they were going to explore. Him and Matt, the guitar player who lives in Albany now, they were like, well, we can either sound like... I think the plan was to be like a D-beat band, but with the exploited instead of discharged. Like, we're going to be an exploited beat band, which is exactly what they were when they started. Um, then they started adding some like kind of goth influences, which I honestly... I'm not like a huge fan of that combo. I'm picky about like goth punk stuff, and I think a lot of times it just is not necessarily for me. I like love mm-hmm. death rock. I love some post-punk stuff or whatever. That combo doesn't always work for me, but I, I liked Rod and they always had some good songs. Um, now they fucking sound like sacrilege and it's like, it's pretty lit and like Jake's bass is way louder than everything else. And that's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, uh, they sound really good. I mean, for like, I know that they said, they we're like, yeah, we haven't practiced in like two months. And it's yeah. Like, they live in different cities. Well, you know, yeah, uh, next time it'll you know get a practice or two in you know. Right, right. Be bang up, bang be a bang up jaw bar there, mate. Bring it on, you know. Bring it in, bring it on. And then uh, we, me and Tim bounced. Yes, you I stuck around on. for a couple reasons, but one reason, one, I saw sawed off, which I don't they know made. What that reason is they made sawed off clothes, 
which, which is funny is hilarious because fucking people have done that to all of us i'm sure too like making the new band close the and show sh- yeah and for you guys you can uh, close out at 1 a.m and 4 a.m <laughs> at 4 a.m you North can Street close shit having to play fucking it, you guys you are headlining play, that means you guys you're gonna play, play the worst show ever everybody yeah, who lives here is getting the out. shakes and shit yeah yeah, you want to play the worst show ever at uh, 5 a.m.? Yes. <laughs> Just desperate to like play a show. Yes, please. Desperate to play voice show. Play. Oh, for sure. That sounds fine, dude. The world's worst show, and you're <laughs> going to play 5 a.m. It's got a slightly stupid cover band on you're, it. You're going to play last, last, last. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he sets out off for some... They, uh, they, um, they have... Uh, that band is like... Guys who I think, as I've always known them, came sort of out of the street punk scene, and it seems or as pop if, punk. I would even say maybe in to a degree. Some cases, definitely pop punk, and like bands that I didn't that can't say anything particularly flattering, flattering about. And very recently, those guys have gotten like super stoked on like gangrene, negative approach, all the American hardcore stuff that everybody I know had a part on for forever ago, and they're trying to do that style. Good frontman, good vocals. As a band, they need to take more risks. Like, the highlight of the set was when they were, like, drunk and throwing their instruments around. And it's like, yeah, fucking just lean into that, guys. Like, yeah, musically, that sounds cool. Musically, yeah. hardcore is a limited genre anyway, and they're still kind of painting by numbers, which is, again, I, I hope everybody understands, like, when I say this about any band, like, it's not an attack. Like, this is a fucking podcast where we talk about music. Like, we're not going to blow smoke up anybody's ass, like, if we thought your band fucking sucked, we would just say that. If we come at you with like some criticisms, even that sound kind of harsh, that doesn't mean we think your band fucking sucks and we hate you. It means exactly what we mean is exactly what we're saying. Yeah, I would say Tyler, you've talked about this before. People getting yeah. fucking touchy about like basic criticism with band. Oh, I don't think anyone in go that band would do quick. that. But go, go off. Uh, I th- as someone in a band that's like toured a bunch of times, you know, three times. We've toured like yeah. Over a month collectively, right, Tim? I would say. Uh, yeah. A month and a half. Yes. Playing That's out of sick. town shows and just like playing out of town, like driving to Chicago, driving here, driving there, playing the e- up and down the East Coast. You know, we've encountered a lot of bands, and I would say like it's insane that so many bands, people in bands specifically, cannot take criticism or someone talking shit quote unquote about someone talking shit about someone else your band or someone else that's band. disrespect bro bro i've paid my dues bro dude i've been doing this for 35 <laughs> years dude yo my band's called paid dues bro so when people people seem to get in bands seem to get really upset when someone else in a band talks shit critics maybe they get almost as mad and I would say civilian people, I don't think they can get too, they don't really get too mad. I don't, most people don't get that mad about it. But people in other bands, I think it seems to dig deeper. And I think a lot of issues with like the underground scene, I feel, especially in what we're kind of doing, especially with stuff being so online now is like us uh. wanting to have someone that we know like our shit. So then when we see someone that we know and we can potentially even interact with or play shows with saying our shit sucks like that could that could be bad 
But I think at the end of the day, all you got to do is go, oh, that person doesn't like it, whatever. You can't get too mad about it. Cloud sharks, bro. This cloud shit is funny. Yeah. Like, Christoph, I remember when we recorded the Holy Water, when I recorded the Holy Water EP, uh, New York uh, Poser Delicatessen, Christoph from Incinerated, Internal Rot, all those Australian bands, was like, yeah, this shit sucks. The snare fucking ruins it. To which it's like, I mean, yeah, it does. It kind of does. <laughs> what, Tim? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's pretty, it's a rough recording, and it didn't turn out the way I wanted to for some reason. I don't know. So what am I going to do? Be like, no, like, fuck you. Maybe you, just, maybe you should throw a boomerang about it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to throw a boomerang. a boomerang at fucking Kristoff. <laughs> see if it reaches him. I'll get it right back. Drink a Foster's about it. So, you know. Those cans are big, man. If you got hit in the head with one of those, <laughs> that would that would hurt. Just keep that in mind before Can I you get a Foster's? talk shit. Oh, I thought it'd be uh, bigger. You know? <laughs> I'm just trying to think of stereotypically Australian things. Eat some Vegemite about it. You could go be racist about it and, <laughs> and fucking sink into the ocean about it. <laughs> go. go to the ocean. Go to the ocean about the ocean. it. Yeah, this is your ocean. accent. You talk like this ocean. down there. Yeah, wasn't I hear everybody down in Australia fucking talking like me? <laughs> <laughs> but if you are if you Australia, are a musician Maryland. <laughs> or in a, in a band or anything, an artist, and you get like, yo, if you talk shit about something, if you talk shit about me, I'm going to kick your ass. Bro. Like, bro, dude. Bro, claw me, bro. Like, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to claw you with like some fucking. The white claw. With a, in, and, but with a gun, out of a gun. It, it, it's like, shut up. Don't get with mad about someone not liking your band. The only people that really matter about liking your band are fans. And the president. And oh, Trump, of course, our president. He still won. Sorry, I got distracted because I was thinking about getting clawed. Yeah, yeah I would love to get clawed by of, a, uh, like a one <laughs> I need a yeah. claw. Yeah. So that's my, I think there's a, a big, especially in hardcore, there's like a big anti-shit talking but Dude, it's like it's the dumbest thing in the world. It's like shut the fuck up, you losers. Right, because these are the same people who they'll like you know bow down and suck some shitty band's oh, dick. Dude, this dude did a record like fifty years ago and it's good. And so to be, to be perfectly clear, because we got on this because I was qualifying my criticisms of Sadoff. Like everything I said about that band, I told Ricky from that band, and we yeah. talked about it. So like I would say, and the they were fucking thing. cool about it. I mean, he he was like. He pointed out that he hasn't been playing guitar very long in their new band. I was like, "Yeah, you're right," which is why, like, it's it's fine, dude. Like, you're keep it keep it up. You're doing good. But like, fucking, so those guys were cool about it. Other people, as you're saying, I. But you know what? The flip side of this is Tyler is like people also like won't give real criticisms because they assume you're going to respond no. that way. Like, and if I'm insulting you, I'm not giving you a criticism. And if, you'll, I'm not going to talk about yeah. And that's and like you can't get like. Shut up! If you can't I'm get saying, mad at an insult, you can't get mad at an insult. You just gotta go. Oh, your band sucks too. <laughs> Fuck you! Like you can't get mad all. at anything I say because I don't know you. And uh, yeah, what are you gonna do? Sit on me or something? Or smoke weed about it? <laughs> Trump thinks of your band. That's the most important thing here, really. <laughs> but I, I want to. But people do feel that criticism is like a leverage towards that, and it's like is 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 equal to insult, and it's like I think. There are very... It, it's hard hearing criticism. Uh, it can uh, be. 
it's hard to hear criticism because like it's like oh fuck I thought I was doing something good, but you don't have to listen to criticism because as long the way I look at it, as long as you're having a good fucking time, that's all that fucking matters. Yeah, who gives a shit in this fucking dystopian I mean, fucking hell world we live in? Honestly, the way I look at it though, because for me making music, part of it is I do want to reach people and I love attention. I can, you know it's true, but I like if someone gives me a criticism of my band. I am first off. I will process it and take it seriously. It might not change what I'm doing, but I will think about it. But before I even get to that, I am fucking stoked that they even took the time to listen to my shit and actually actually listen to it enough to have a criticism. Like if you listen to my band enough that you could tell me why you think it sucked, like. But they're not even saying why it I'm, sucked. I'm already thankful of that. You know it's what I like, mean? It's like oh, I don't really care for this. It could be different. Well, I'm glad they even listened to it. You know, yeah. I don't any anything is like. Shit, man. I mean, I, I, you don't owe me anything. So if you even listen to it, then that's fucking cool for me. I, don't I know. think, I think with sawed off too, it's uh it's probably like very, it's a pretty minor tweaks and there's something that takes takes time to kind of get used to. You gotta add some flavor, man. You gotta get like a little spice a, in little there. Spice, yeah, You'll get there. You know you those know. packets that, that come in with the rice? Sometimes like you gotta add some of that in there. Yeah, that's stuff yeah. they sell at gas stations. Yeah, and it's like weed, but it's legal. You, yeah. it's, everyone at Sawed Off should start smoking K two spice, and actually, that probably would make their pants pretty sick. That would rule. And they just like they just end yeah, up if they can't were, play. If They're they like, advertise themselves. If they advertise themselves as like, yeah, we're the K two, we're the burned out on K two band, I would be so <laughs> sick. Yeah, that would be awesome. The band that's uh, sawed off, the band that smokes a bunch of K two before they play, that's like the under thing underneath their name. <laughs> yes, yeah. They should. I mean, if they just turn change their band name to Burned Out on K two, I mean, that would be. I mean, there sick. is a there is a, a pretty big noise act called K two, but I don't think there it's related to, be- to the. Uh, Okay. The drug. Maybe it is. There has to be a band called Bass Salts already, right? Oh, yeah. I'm sure they're, they they're suck. Back, yeah. Um, so let's take a look maybe in the bigger as a bigger picture of Rochester as a whole. Yeah. You know? Because we were all stoked at this show, and even the next day we're talking, we're fired. We are fired up about what is going on in Rochester and in western New York generally, folks. Yeah. We're getting yeah. vibes that we like. We're getting our, our – my intuition is uh, – Prickling in a good way. I feel like there are big things coming, and uh, that that yeah, the excitement's been percolating. Watch this space mixtape dropping real soon. What when's the mixtape dropping? What's the release date? Real soon. <laughs> real soon. <laughs> real soon. But no, yeah, we're we. What we, was we're real quick? Very positive about this now. I remember at Bly Street, someone. This is probably 2010. Someone, 2010, 2000, maybe 11, someone got like a mixtape, was like, yeah, someone gave me this mixtape at this gas station, and we listened to it, we were all like hanging out, a bunch of people, it was like a little party, and I swear to God, one of the songs was like, achoo, God bless you, achoo, God bless you. I don't you. remember, you remember that at oh, all, man, dude, that was, was I there? So, you might have been there. Maybe, I probably I don't was. remember. I don't you remember, know, that's hilarious. I've it heard, was so funny. I've heard so many gas station mixtapes in my life, they all kind of blur together, like I don't even know anymore. This, God yeah. bless you. Achoo. I swear to God, it was like, that was like I wonder if it was a Bricks Onion tape. Ooh, it might yes, have been a Bricks Onion. I hope probably so. probably was. There's a guy in Rochester. Uh, since we're doing the Rochester scene report, we would be we have to include this guy. We, we would be um, askew to not include Bricks Onion. Yeah. His name is Bricks Onion, which is just spelled like Bricks Onion. And he gave <laughs> Tim, didn't he give you a pair of socks? Did is he like happened? was like 
oh, you got to pay for that. And he was like, oh, no, you don't. And it was like, ah, dude, I wasn't going to – I don't want these either way if they're free They're or branded, $10. right? They're branded socks. Yeah, we, that he wrote on there with, like, one of those, like – I don't <laughs> – it's like some bullshit, like arts and crafts Favorite shit. marker, and it yeah. says Bricksonian. Or but it's Bricks like sparkly onion. gold. Bricks onion on your socks. So, yeah, oh, look yeah. that guy up on YouTube. He has, I guess, songs. He has videos where he's playing beats in his car. Um, he had the he beat goes, lab in his van, right? He goes around the... Yeah, yeah, the beat lab in the van, yeah. He goes around the gas stations and bodegas all around Rochester, New York. Like, all around, yeah. Yeah, and, like, you know, pestering people, bothering people. You know, give, give him oh, money the, for this burned CD or these socks. The world's most sock. annoying rapper in the world. And Unfortunately, these, I'm these sure he's not. Fucking one size fits all socks that you can barely get past your ankle. <laughs> <laughs> and they're long socks, too. It's like, dude, why are you oh, like, man. these are women's. They were women's socks, I think. Probably. Yeah, yeah if I was going to make. Put them on, and it's like, these are. Not if I was going to make branded foot. socks for my band, I would make women's socks, and then I would give them away, and then Yo, I would ladies, ask. Ladies, let me put these yeah. socks on you. I would let ask for them put, back later. Let me put those on your feet. <laughs> let me put this on your pussy real quick. Yeah, I'm letting you borrow those. You got to give them back after you go jogging, you know, a couple, like, a hundred times. And then... <laughs> I'm being gross on this episode. This is fucked up. I don't know why I'm doing but, uh, this. We so, got, yeah, I mean, that might have been a bit much, Jake. The thing about getting clawed, like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. What do you mean by that? Like, nails, man. Fingernails. Oh. Sharp fingernails. I do like that. Ones? It is good. <laughs> Claw <yeah>. me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to let's bro, talk about it. Uh, yeah, bro, put on your fake yeah. nails. Yo, bro, you need <laughs> to claw them me. Into my back like a girl. <laughs> Dude, that'll make it look like, that'll make it look like I'm really good at so- hit sanks. <laughs> Just two completely hairbrained college freshmen coming up with the brilliant <laughs> We're going to the beach. I need you to scratch my back so it looks like a girl was getting like, fucked by me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, want, I want people to see that I have good sanks. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's a good bit, man. That's Damn. really funny. That is <laughs> wild. <laughs> They're both virgins. <laughs> okay, let's, let's get okay. back on track here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do like that. I do like that idea. <laughs> yeah, let's, we got to do something with that. That's funny. So... We mentioned a few bands. We mentioned Who Decides, they're from here, Unorder, Sawed Off, Our Bands, Rotten UK, Moment of Truth. Uh, our Bands, If you know, we got Leaking Eye, we got Hallucination Realize, Fentanyl Tapwater, Holy Water. Uh, well, none of them... Jake Razor and his Eclectic Blend yep. coming soon. Oh, yeah, soon. yeah. Eclectic Blend. Uh, so, there's a couple other bands and we, like, I think we're all... Diff- everything we've named has been a little bit different from each other, I think, to a degree. Yeah, yeah, pretty you know? diverse here now. But there's not, and I think this is like every scene. I don't think every scene has like four bands that sound like this. You'll maybe get two, mm-hmm. but like, you know, that usually comes just in like territory. Like, not every band's gonna be like, yeah, we're gonna, we're all gonna do the fucking. That's like a metalcore thing, I think. You know, what, we're all going to sound, sound like sound Dance Gavin Dance or whatever. I think they're, this Rochester scene maybe used... It wasn't even that everybody... I guess it was just it was literally the same people in every band, right? Yeah. So, like, for a while there, even though the genres were a little different, the bands kind of did all sound similar. And that's cool in its own right. But now, like, a lot of people have kind of stopped playing, like, punk, per se. A lot of them still play music. There's great, like, there's... Televisionaries are a great, like, rock and roll band from here. Everybody should check out. 
uh, our friend Austin does awful can awful. We had him him on before, yep. but fucking, we've had like new people who were around for a while, but maybe weren't playing punk music who are kind of doing it now. And also, there there is we've had like a pretty consistent like click of like more experimental kind of bands who will play with punk bands sometimes. Yeah, there's Elrad, which is like a harsh noise project. There's a venue here called Psychic Garden that does like noise and experimental shows i know you booked a band that plays there mikolash is like sort of experimental improv with instruments right yeah that's those are i think those are younger people in the band too or I've, I've never met any of them so that that's pretty sick um i love that band Elron. that's my favorite scientology themed uh yeah, noise yeah acts yeah ever. it's got that like is a, that is a good idea for a noise project Elron, feet and reader um yeah, we like make custom instruments, and they all just yeah, make yeah, bleeps, yeah, bleeps yeah, and yeah. bloops. We, we got our own private security yeah. force, Ooh, our own private we navy. Could have like audience participation. Be like, we're gonna read your thetan levels. And yeah, like, yeah. You know, hold my e meter. Yeah. I wanted to do like a like reptilians themed punk band where we dress up like the lizard people and call it Predator Race. I thought that was a really good idea a few years ago. <laughs> Dude, it would be like a hardcore. That's a great idea. It would be like a hardcore band, but with a synth, and we dress like the the things that David <laughs> with, Ica thinks controls the planet with a theremin. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That would in be between like every band, every set, every song. Alex Jones samples. Although I don't think he's a reptiles guy per se, but. Um, then we got. I mean, he is a gay else? frog man. We know. We all the know gay that. frog thing was real. They're amphibians, though. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's different. Frogs are amphibians, Tim. Come on. So wait, what was? They actually turned all the frogs gay with there a was something with in some meters. There was something in some water somewhere that was like, it was like making, it was like doing making them gay or trans or something it was the thing he was talking about was real it wasn't what he said it was like oh right it wasn't like a conspiracy it was like a conspiracy to put gay shit in the water but like there was i mean it's typical shit right where like it was a pretty uh fucked up but mundane like capitalist thing of like a corporation was dumping like waste into a body of water yeah and one of the side effects of that was like causing like hermaphrodite frogs or something Wow. But to get back on track, yeah, Psychic Garden is is sort of a spot for like not like hardcore punk bands, but experimental bands and sort of weird shit like that. And we have a, we've had a pretty that's something that has kind of always been in Rochester as long as I've been around anyway. Um, yeah, I remember when we saw No Fucker in on uh, at Henry's at house, Henry's right? house. Uh, liquor with e meter. Liquor's been around forever, and they rule. Yeah, that is a friend of the pod. John and uh, it was really good. I remember Asbeer and Rochester Herpes OG played John that yeah. show as well. That was a great show. Uh, we got we got Herpes to play in town. Yeah, Herpes was that was in, Utica, I mean, right? As was No Fucker. Yeah. Yes. So and you know, there's more than one Herpes at that show. You know what I mean? <laughs> they weren't the only one with Herpes at the show. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh. But tangentially, <coughs> tangentially to Alpha Canal and Televisionaries, Danny's favorite. Yes, is it Danny? Yeah, it's, it's Danny's, Danny's favorites, plural. Favorites. Yeah, it's not because it's not like it's not like the sandwich you can get away. Danny's so. being possessive, favorites being yes, plural. They are named after a sub from Wegmans. Danny Wegman is the guy who. Owns well, Wegmans. that's just. The and we're not going to talk about fucking Wegmans because every fucking dipshit from Rochester wants to talk I mean, about. Have the you guys ever been store. here? Right. They they want to tell everybody to go. Oh, get on your bike and go to Wegmans and. 
And oh, then, you're then, in, and oh, be you're an in amazement. South, uh, you're in from South Africa. You know what you need to go to? Wagmans. Yeah. Which, oh, which, you're, uh, oh, you're, you're a... Oh, you're a... Christ. You're, you're a refugee <laughs> here from... Uh, Syria. You live in the. J- <laughs> you should go to Wegmans. Oh, you live in the jungle, sir. Oh, you you know where you should check out Wegmans. We're kidnapping you to go to Wegmans. Someone who escaped the Bosnian genocide. The number one thing you need to do is get a fucking I sandwich at this Bosnian grocery genocide store. And I, uh, <laughs> you gotta try Danny's to favorite. Yeah, yeah. This um, is the Bosnian accent. <laughs> what the fuck was he? Sound like an idiot. Yeah, I was gonna. That was. Okay, well, that's well, good. I like that. Me, hey, I'm not Europe. fucking uh, uh, with, uh, some voice guy. None of us Just are voice Ash guys. Call Kusher over It's very apparent that we're uh, <laughs> none of us are hey, voice guys. Um, I was I was doing Ray Raymond Romano pretty good the other day. Uh, but Raymond Romano. Well, yeah, Danny's Danny's favorites. Who has not played a show yet? I they think. haven't, but their demo was on that No Deal YouTube channel and got a lot of views. It's with Trevor, our friend Trevor Lake, who. Had a hardcore band called Flip Shit that was like probably for a period of time like my favorite Rochester band. Great hardcore band. Have a seven inch on Real Time Records, which is a Rochester label that did a bunch of cool shit. Bunch um, of stuff. Yeah, um, fucking Trevor has gone on to be like he's got a million different musical projects. He's got like a solo rockabilly thing. He's got Televisionaries, which is was surf rock. It's power pop now. Danny's favorites was him and this other dude, Aaron Micah, who we know is also in a lot of those bands. Um, sort of getting back to their punk roots, it's very like 70s punk. It's not hardcore. It reminds yeah. me very heavily and above all of like the Beach Boulevard comp from California. The band The Simple Tones is a real easy reference point for them. Trevor is a great musician, so it has a lot of very catchy riffs and well-written little guitar licks, some good melodies. I think a lot of... Our listeners, if if you if this sounds interesting to you, but maybe you don't usually listen to that like seventies style of punk, that would be a good demo to check out. You'd probably like it. But uh, they haven't they haven't played a show yet, though. They've got some buzz locally. But that is one of the several projects that started here during quarantine, if I recall correctly. Yeah. Which I'm sure they maybe had planned it pre-quarantine. Yeah, possibly, yeah, yeah. I think they did. But it just kind of probably ended up being like we can do it sooner because yep. of the quarantine with so no show. Do fuck all else. Yeah. Um, and I would say, tangentially, we're going off of quarantine projects. Another band that has not played a show is Only Shallow, uh, which features friend of the podcast Jared Johnson, who runs uh, Sore Ear Collective mm-hmm. uh, label in Rochester. Here, do we, what do they sound like? I do not know. Okay, going to be honest, but Jared, I'm trying to think of the bands he likes. He likes Cursed. I know. I know he likes AFI because he likes I, AFI a lot. I was watching the new AFI video and I saw a comment from him talking about how Jade from AFI was wearing a jacket from the Silver and Cold video, the Bathory jacket, the same <laughs> one from an old AFI music video. Damn. I was going to reply like, hi, Jared. I see you on this <laughs> new AFI did, video. Did he say he likes the curse? No. Uh, who, who are the curse? No, I mean, I thought he likes to curse. He, oh, I thought he meant like he likes... The curse. The I don't band. know what that is. And then I was like, um, "What if he was? What if you were talking about like he likes the curse and it? The curse. <laughs> yeah, the the actual, the real bad curse. Something uh, like an actual curse. Like he's that been was a cursed. Bad song on the seven inch on the EP hardcore um, song. But and then no, he likes cursed. Okay. Oh, hardcore band okay. from uh, Ontario. In addition, gotcha. to if I, I know band. Jared also fucks with Tiger Army, which low key, I Tiger Army's good, but. Um, yeah, he, he likes his. He, he has an eclectic music. Yeah, taste, I yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm interested. I always 
I kind of like the stuff he's done, so I'm excited yeah. to hear his new band. What, what, quick little bit of self-promotion. I also had a pandemic project. It wasn't really intended to be one, but I did a band called Moir that recorded a demo, which is online now. I'm going to do a tape eventually. It's just not a top priority because we never played a show, and it looks like we're not going to because the everyone has kind of moved on to other projects. Some people don't even live here anymore. That band morphed into the band I'm doing now, the Eclectic Blend thing, but I'm the only member remaining from that, so... I don't know. Check that demo out. That's like, I'm really, and th- I wouldn't say this about any other project I've ever done. I'm not 100% sure how to describe it. It's like noise rock, but heavy on the rock and roll, but like dark. There's dark minor key stuff yeah. on there. So it's that, good. that's another, that's an, yeah, I'm real proud of that thing. I'm stoked on it. Um, and it did turn into another band. So we'll have one of those songs on the rock core comp, which I guess this whole episode is kind of a teaser for that. But, um, so yeah, as we've discussed before, that fucking pandemic I think was exactly what everybody needed around here, kind of in terms of music. Yeah, for sure. We got we got Clibus too, good friend yes. of the podcast. LP Alex out now. Beefus. complete insanity. Yeah, yeah. That's that's another thing that was cool to see is like Clibus come out with an LP. Yeah, you know? fuck yeah. So it wasn't like there are bands still doing stuff. I think thinking about like the bands that are going on right now that a I like and then b that are actual real bands. Um, and they're like punk and hardcore. I was like, mm. I was kind of getting, like, I was having trouble fucking figuring stuff out after a while. I was like, is this, is this a band? Like, and I think I'm, I'm hoping this will spur more people to start more stuff. You know, that's what we need. We need like a fucking 18 year olds to be like, yeah, let's start a band. I know that sounds weird. It's not because I want to groom everybody. I'm, not, I'm done with the jokes. Yeah, you're a sicko, man. <laughs> no, you know we, we need a bunch of you know we need because this was a huge a motivating factor for me back in the day, and I think it's coming. Uh, it's coming. Healthy spirit of competition. Yeah, always spurs me uh, on, and uh, I think also having a, a scene where you can just like see a sick band, like every band you see is like pretty sick. Yeah, yeah, we've, we've and people are enjoying this points. Like, why would you want to interact with a scene that, uh, like, when people go, like, it sucks. It kind of does not seem very fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of shows have kind of felt like that. Mm-hmm. And like the Saturday show, like everyone was like dancing to like for. Th- sorry, let me go back. Friday show that we did the park, everyone moshed, everyone went off. It was awesome. People swinging from rafters, that cut type of shit. Then Saturday, everyone was dancing pretty much for every band that I saw yep. and having a good time. Mm-hmm. Saw that. That was sick. It's like, all right. New bands, too, for the most part. Newer stuff bands. Yeah, Sot Off is brand new. We're like, brand new. Like, Unorder was brand new. And no one knew. They. It's not like they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for this breakdown part. No, they didn't know it was coming. They just fucking reacted. He like said I was cheering, man. I was felt like I was at a... I was watching Ingerland like it was coming home. Yeah, it's like, oh, she's coming out. You said that. You were like, oh, she's coming home. It was a little bit like that. Me and Tim were like, Like, it is coming out. What's he talking about? (laughs) (laughs) We were like, we're already home, Jake. We're here. Uh, So so I think think having these shows be really, be fun, I think that's really an important part. And obviously it's easy to do that when you have bands that people like that are sick. Yes. So I'm hoping that that happens. What do we think that like the scene is going to be like? Like what how do you think things are going to like pan out in like for the next like 6 months or so? 
Okay. Um, this is like the big question. Well, our, our backs are going to be sore from carrying the scene for the next six months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm boy, just and, kidding. And boy, are my arms tired. Um, <laughs> yeah. <I> f- <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> so I I do have thoughts on this. Um, I might need to take it. Do you want to take a break now or wait a second? Take a quick break? Yeah, let's take a quick let's break Take a quick here. break. We'll come back cover that. I'm suicidal, homicidal, suicidal, homicidal. Taking my life away with the razor blades in my veins. I'm suicidal. Suicidal, homicidal, suicidal I'm taking my life away from the face of blades in my veins People used to call me an outcast, but I outlast People used to say, look He over there's a goth kid wearing black Funny lyrics about death But it looks like I made it into the rap game I'm getting more famous for my hardcore lyrics As I'm leaving you behind me I will forget everything soon enough Suicide is only Oh, back, folks. We're looking at uh, looks like a good record. Metal Duck. <laughs> yeah, Jim found Duck. a band called yeah. Metal Duck. Old British, like crossover grind. They were using like the Bad Brains font on it too, and it's a picture of like a RoboCop duck. <laughs> oh, I've seen that. Oh, yes, I have seen that before. Metal oh, Duck. Man. Where would be? Where would we be without the knowledge of Metal Duck right now? Man, I would be fucked. Some of that UK myself. like crossover stuff is like so stupid. Yeah, them and Lawnmower Death. That's at, oh, I they're Australian. To that band. I no, they're from they're from the UK. Uh, what yeah. about uh, Acid Rain? Yeah, that's pretty. They had shitty yeah. fucking album album art too. Yeah, because like that. Is Lawnmower Death good, or is it just did I just used to listen they do to them, a, even though they're bad? They do a good cover of that song, "Kids in America." Yep. Why did why? Did I don't know because it was foamy. We need to cut out the tape more. <laughs> we need something that's foamy. We're gonna play a song from the Digimon movie. The, the Digimon is it from the Digimon movie? I, <laughs> that is I so far before that was even. I mean, thing. yeah, I know, but is it in the Digimon? I think it is. Yeah, yeah I think it is. Too. I think it yeah. is. I loved the Digimon movie when I was a kid. I did too. That movie rocked my shit. It kind of blew my mind. I had a big crush on that girl who wore pink and was rich. Ooh, you just liked her because she was rich. Yeah, that's fucking cool to be big and you. rich. You just you know, wanted their parents' money. Two titans of the industry, <laughs> big and rich. Montgomery and Gentry, big and rich. Big and rich describes the two things that I want: uh, big penis and to be rich. Yep, I mean, those are the facts. <laughs> a big <laughs> yo, those those are the cold hard facts of life. Those are the facts. You want a big penis and a rich penis. You know, here's a proverb rich from uh, Rich Penis. Penis Richard Penis. <laughs> a proverb from Richard Penis. Yo, having a big dick is awesome. Yeah, fuck me, dick man. Penis. <laughs> dick Dick Penis. Dick Dick be us. <laughs> dick be us. I added, I've been telling everybody about this. I guess I'll tell the listeners too. I added a found a song and added it to my um, three-hour-long grime playlist that I listen to every day. It's a song called Intensive Snare by Plasti- Plastician featuring Skepta, and there is a bar where Skepta says, I'll chop an MC into pieces. I'm a bodman. You're a penis. And it is... I think that's so important. And you're not mis- mixing up him like saying a different word? <laughs> no, that's... Uh, is a thousand percent it's clear what, he says. what he's yes. saying, right? 
<laughs> I'm a badman. Your penis. Is it badman like he's saying badman? Badman. It means like bad man. It means you're like a f- tough guy in, in okay. Jamaican kind of talk. Because there's the Bati boy. No, that it's means something else. That's something else. one of several terms they have for for yeah. one for of her, uh, uh, roughly a million terms they have for <laughs> yeah you know how like the Eskimos have like a million words for snow well uh poof Jamaicans they got it for something Eskimo, else. Eskimos have a lot of words for the blood clart snow that's everywhere <laughs> this, this bumble clot snow oh, it's, it's cold <laughs> All right, come on. This is <laughs> All right, that you know. Hey, we gotta we gotta be a little funny. Yeah, no, we're being very funny. This is good. Um, this is a good episode. I'm I'm fired up about it. But so, what is what is the future of the Rochester slash Western New York we, scene? Yeah, we talked. Tyler and I had a long conversation about this, and not just about speculative stuff, but we were hatching plans. We were. I had taken. This was on Fourth of July, and I had taken some psychedelic drugs, as I do pretty much every 4th of July and pretty much never otherwise. Um, and I think it rubbed off on Tyler a little bit. We had a lot of good ideas. We were taking inventory of where the Rochester scene is at, uh, recognizing that there is a momentum we feel here in this city that I don't think either of us have felt in uh, upwards of five years, probably, I would say. It yeah. seems like shit yeah. is fucking happening and shit is fucking punk. And there's new people that we don't know that are going to shows, which is fucking like for for years. It was this cycle of like, oh, there's an influx of new kids. They have new bands that sort of revitalizes the scene a little bit and puts everybody else on their toes, too. So they don't just turn into boring dues payers. But Mm -hmm. I thought that was done. I thought that cycle was over and it's not. So we spent a long time uh, taking inventory of that, looking at the bands that are around, some of which we discussed in the first half of the episode and figuring out what we wanted to do next. So. In terms of what happens next, there's a lot of things that can get fucked up because I've seen that happen plenty of times. Um, I'm hoping people keep their momentum up and keep... Like, if your band gets fucked up and it breaks up, like, that sucks and it fucking has happened to me and been devastating before. Keep going. Start a new one. There's enough people. Um, Just do... One thing it took me years to realize is, like, you can't always have the perfect circumstances to create you need to just start creating like yeah. the more shit. I had those songs and put that band off doing that band for probably a year at least because I was like, I don't have a full lineup. And then eventually I was like, I can't take it anymore. I'll get whoever I can. And then, I mean, we practiced with just me on guitar, Rory on bass and Faye playing synth for like months. Uh, Cause you gotta start somewhere, you know? So do that. If you have to, I think one key thing you pointed at you that you've brought up Tyler and that we're both trying to do and we're all trying to do is get good touring bands here because the punk scene nationally and even internationally is fucking like sick right now the best better than it was like when I was a teenager and everybody I know was listening to hardcore all the time like there's way more good bands now and way more bands that are hardcore and are still interesting so we got to get some of those people to come through yeah and those are the bands that are kind of getting like people into hardcore obviously yeah yeah like and you know older legacy acts can will always kind of be a gateway to an extent but like you know you can't see like minor threat you know you can't see black flag i think some of these younger people are getting into punk through like finding new punk seven inches on youtube like they heard like the zigzag seven inch or whatever and now they're into punk like that's awesome and like that that rules that i've never seen that before yeah, I mean that's it is kind of it does seem a little new. Like it, it's cool that like the thing that is introducing people to punk and hardcore now is 
uh, modern stuff, modern yeah. bands. Yeah, that was not the case for me. So that's fucking sick. No, I don't. I think years ago wasn't the case either. I think it was still like for the most part. I mean, I think shows were the th- the thing that got you mm-hmm. to sh- to like, be into it, but it wasn't the records. Yeah, because like I mean, it was still like when we were even yeah, the YouTube and stuff kind of existed. File sharing existed in the mid two thousands, early early two thousands. But like, if you didn't have decent internet, like fuck, it took you forever. And I got punk. The last thing I wanted <laughs> to do was fucking download a fucking song that I never heard I of. I used to get old punk albums on CD from the library. I got like Ooh. the Minor Threat complete discography. That is, really, I don't know anyone else who did that. I did that in Mad <laughs> Times. The Minor th- discography. Minor Threat, the complete conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> They're up to no good, those yeah, guys. Straight edge, CIA, uh, PSYOP. <laughs> CIA, PSYOP to like, like... the last thing they would want to do. How are they going to sell all those drugs people. that they bring here if they're if no one's uh, doing them? Well, because... Because it's, it, it's I mean, their kids. They were in D.C. That well, is true. Ooh. That is true. There probably wow. is a lot of shit with that because some of those people were literally like... Not the people in Minor Threat, but some of those D.C. people were literally like senators' kids and stuff. Also, yeah. dude, some people go like... I will live and die by the X. Like, people aren't doing that. I will live and die by just doing, by the act of doing cocaine. I will live and it's, die. No, I will live by and die by cocaine. There are people who are kind of like that, but not quite. I will live and die by the coloring book. <laughs> yeah, you know. Because I'm straight edge. <laughs> <laughs> I love Coca-Cola. I will live and die by tooth decay via drinking so many Coca-Colas. I love salad blow. <laughs> So yeah, I'm a, I'm straight edge, so I sell cocaine. Oh, there are guys like that. <laughs> yeah, let me tell well, you. Well, hey, yeah, honestly, that's, that's probably a smart move on their end. Oh yeah, if you are a guy that's like that, we don't want any beef with you. To be yeah. honest, I will uh, say this: will not, is it yeah, straight not the edge? Guy we want to fuck with. Is it straight edge to do that? No, of course not. No, I mean, I don't to sell I mean, drugs. To like, answer a question, no. Like, look, if you're a scary uh, straight edge hardcore drug dealer guy, do your thing. Uh, we don't want any beef with you, but. uh you know, of course, you shouldn't sell drugs if you're straight edge. That's retarded. Like, yeah, that definitely seems to go against stupid. Yeah, <laughs> like goes against the entire point of. It. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, we want to. Yeah, we really kind of talk, talked about like how we can build up rashes to be better. And I think there's there's a couple things that we even touched on today. And I think I think the as I think we've mentioned before on the podcast is like this has kind of been a good little reset. I think. The people that were latching on to the social scene of hardcore and punk and stuff like that and other genres, they'll probably take their time to, to like, you know, inch their way back. Yeah, they're going to wait till there's a bunch of 18-year-old girls going to our shows, and so, then, then they're going to want to see Leaking Head. And then we're going to be like... No, I I think this is we're gonna every- ban we're gonna ban eighteen year old girls from our yeah, show. That's basically. the that's no, the point. Don't ban them. Ban the- <laughs> <laughs> that's not even funny. No, damn. <laughs> I come on. I'm not. I'm just He's kidding playing. here. Yeah, get the guys that like have yeah, get that the- don't do anything no, and just I want- make everything worse to get in. Yeah, I want like a bunch of drunk fifty year old guys who eat pizza every day and who also <laughs> work at a gas station to be at every one of our shows. And, and are sexual predators. Yeah, that's our, our big. That's that's, I, I that's think, what our scene needs. Yeah. yeah, thinking about it, like I remember when like it was really good before, so like we should just do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, fuck it up immensely. Yeah, talking shit today. Go on. Tyler. I remember when in like June or May, May, June, July or so of last year, like every day 
a new person in the underground metal punk hardcore scene was like being accused of being like a predator. Yeah. For like weeks on end, it just is like, oh, and this other guy now. Excuse me. And then uh, I think having like, and I, this is just one part of it. I'm not saying this is what everyone should do if, or how you can do that. But like, I think those kinds of people that I'm not saying that are even in bands, but the people that aren't in bands that don't really contribute very much but like are definitely making someone's life potentially worse that is into it that is trying to go to shows and then they have a fucking creepy guy creepy 30 yes, or 32 yeah. year old guy creeping on them that like maybe goes to shows but you don't see him buying records or shit like well, he's not buying anything at shows he's selling beer. stuff if anything yeah maybe uh, selling some selling stuff. illegal things yeah. so those those are the kinds of people that like absolutely have to kind of yeah and we okay I'll, I'll hold myself and i don't think it's not easy to do that but i think just by the nature of the coronavirus and the social scenes those people will probably just have been we have self-weeded themselves out because they have to they can't go to shows they don't exist i agree and i was kind of telling someone about this the other day about because i i had a actually an 18 year old girl who likes leaking head ask about coming to one of our shows and i i was she understandably felt compelled to ask me, like, what is this DIY venue like? Like, because I don't... She was like, I can, I'll can, i be there with my friends. I can defend myself, but I'd rather not have to if I don't have to, you know? Like, I'm a fucking teenage girl. Like, yeah. what? And I, I told her, like, it's, it was about the wasteland. I was like, by all accounts, this place is like that they wouldn't tolerate fucking that behavior there. And we have your back and blah, blah, blah. But it got me thinking, even having her ask me that, like, in the past, I'll hold myself accountable. And granted, I was young myself at the time, but like fucking we like i don't think we turned a blind eye to anything too heinous but there's a lot of shit that was clearly a pattern that we should have fucking been a lot bigger of hard asses about like, yeah because it does have because it does suck and it is wrong and it has a deleterious effect that actually is bad for even like from a selfish point of view like it made our experience going to shows worse too like as bad as it did for the people who would were potentially being victimized, but like it just sucks. I don't know. I'll fucking just put it bluntly and maybe not the most fucking like woke way because I'm not fucking here to do PR for myself. I'm no. just fucking calling it how I see it and like that shit sucks. Like no more fucking like uh low energy losers who just like want to go to fucking punk shows because they f fucking dropped out of college and didn't get to be in a frat. Like yeah. No, fuck off. Like fucking and 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 I think you're right that they will self-select themselves out because like fucking Leaking Head isn't like a band that fucking like those people would want to go see. This is like not or, like a it's a fun band. It's not a fucking party band, you know. We're anti-frat boy rock. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm fucking Donzo. We don't use fucking Greek. That I don't I don't want to see anybody wearing a sublime shirt at our shows. No, we will fucking launch a harpoon through them. We, yeah. you'll be you'll be they'll be laying next to uh, Mr. Bradley Nowell uh, by the time we're done with them. They'll be in the same casket and everything. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna be looking up to Brad. You're gonna be looking down at his fucking you're corpse be looking as you to, fall into his grave. Unless we come to an understanding, uh, they're gonna be under, and uh, we're gonna be standing. <laughs> I'll come to an understanding. I'll give them that Robin the Hood is a pretty good album, but in exchange, they have to never speak to me in their lives and don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't even... I can't acknowledge uh, your existence I will right acknowledge now. that Robin the Hood is a good album, and in exchange, you will not acknowledge my existence or presence. Um, 
Now, Act like I'm not here. <laughs> I will say I don't think that's like necessarily a a huge problem of predators talking no, Rochester. No. I don't. I don't know. But I also think it, I think there but was. But I think a, in in a general sense, it makes it bad for like anyone that yeah. wants to like. Oh, I want. I was thinking about going to a show. Oh, don't go because there's a bunch of creeps there. Like, it's bad for the scene. Yeah, I wouldn't go as far as say there was like a lot of like. Outright like predation. I'm 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 honestly sure it did happen, but I couldn't like really speak to specific act like allegations. I will say there was absolutely like a fucking like misogyny and fucking like general scumminess fucking issue in Rochester oh, for yeah. years, which I didn't fucking do anything to change and didn't like even really think about very much. And I think that's like seems like it's not going to make a resurgence because those people have moved on and it's fucking not. That kind of energy just isn't there, I don't think. And we and I to your point, like, yeah, we got to keep it that way, you know? Like, fucking, I don't know. This isn't a place to fucking, like, be a bottom feeder, you know? Yeah. That sounded very tough guy hardcore just now. I'm not trying to do a, like, fucking... Uh, no, we're not trying to, like... My hate through for weakness burns through me kind of thing. Like, no, like, you, you could be a fuck-up and you can be weak. Like, we're all fucking weak, but, like... We're not know, on man. some... You coward, fucking criminal! Step yeah. up, step up to me, <laughs> shit. Up, up. We're not New York metal, fucking more metal, mother. This mother. ain't that bitch ass mall metal. Yeah, so I, war I, metal made for vendettas. <laughs> yes, defending the family name. <laughs> I will say that is we got to protect the brand. That is a thing that yo, we uh, to, to, to summarize. We got to work on. We got to work on as a as a collective scene. I think other every scene should kind of try and do that yeah. as much as possible. Um, just make it more welcoming. You know the idea of like fu- fuck safe spaces. It's like, the, like guys, this is like the the place where all the weirdo misfit people that don't want to go see fucking I mean, Trace Adkins can go. Anybody who says fuck safe spaces, it's like, oh, can I shoot you right here, right now, then? It's like, hey, can like, I shoot you cool with a bullet from 2016? Can I Forget can I blast like, you in the face with a gun anyone, right now? Anyone who says that's like, try raising your voice at them and see how much they cry. Like, yeah. it'll, it'll, which I don't even have to raise my voice because my voice is just like this. And uh, I would probably just talk at them a lot and they would get mad at me. But, I mean, I this, I'll tell you what I told that that uh, girl who wanted to go to our show. And I, I think it's a good way to put it. Like, no, I do not think, like, safety in every sense of the term should be guaranteed at a punk show. Far from it. Like, I go to a punk show in part to feel like I'm in danger and, indeed, to actually be in danger in some capacity. I think everyone who's really dedicated to punk rock wants that danger. But that doesn't mean dealing with, like, the same bullshit danger you deal with everywhere else in society, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, because everything else, the dangers that you would face elsewhere are entirely predictable, you know, that's they're dangerous, but it's mundane at the same time. Like the danger of getting mugged or raped or fucking uh, fondled or fucking uh, just treated like shit. Like that is, I guess, a danger, but it, it it's very routine and mundane. And whereas you go to a punk show like, yeah, you might be in physical danger. Like that's that is kind of how it's your hair. Physical danger in like in like an in like a. In a way, you can kind of engage with it and predict it to a to a degree. Like you can see someone, yeah. you can see someone stage dive, you can yeah, see someone yeah. mosh. You can kind of avoid it. You know where, like maybe it could be. Like 
I don't really. You can hear also too many you can of, leave the show. You know, you can also you leave the show. Yeah, it's a it's a little bit different. It's it's controlled to a degree, and if someone gets a little out of hand, people are there to kind of stop it. If it you know if it gets and too even much. if it is genuinely out of control, if nothing else, it's not something. It's not the same shit you're dealing with in your everyday life. So fucking there's there's some put there's it this a difference. There's there. an upside to the danger you get at a punk show. There should be the danger that you should be experiencing has an upside, whereas the fucking danger of just like being a person or especially a marginalized person in society like there there's no upside to that it just sucks you know yeah i think that's a good way to put it i mean we don't if something gets a little rowdy I, and i don't we're no one's saying here that yeah we love shows where people like start beating people up that's not what we're even talking about no no like, i don't know i've i mean that kind of has been the case in the past and that was fun yeah but, but that's usually not like a random person yeah like those are very specific things um, yeah with specific beefs and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. And I, th- I think we're doing pretty good in terms of, like, venues, too, like Rochester is. Yes. That's what I'm really yes. stoked about. It's like, not always the case in Rochester. Yeah. Um, For venues, I, no. <laughs> yeah, I think having, like, like I think, A, like, like, really focusing on the bands that seem to be, like, doing shit and wanting to do shit, like, they should be kind of rewarded, and, like, we should try and get new bands in as much as we can. Yeah. Uh, Try and do like maybe cross, you know, some cross pollination with different s- s- tangential but different scenes. Yeah, yeah, um, is kind of cool, you know. Because been punk bands at a uh, Psychic Garden before. We should like try to do that again. Do a little crossover with them. Yeah, and you know, everyone likes everything nowadays, so it's not like what like some weird thing or something that's different. Like, well, that's why I'm going to be DJing and playing my grime playlist between bands at every show. Oh, yeah, we didn't have that at the Friday show, but we're it's we're doing it. Your grind playlist? No, sorry. <laughs> I would love to hear your grind, your 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 grind playlist. My grind playlist? Yeah, it would just be like a couple albums. Grinding. Yeah, you're, you're, it's like this my playlist for grinding. Penis. Yeah, to, it would just be the sound of a skateboard uh, grinding down a, a railing. Yeah, it would be that, and then World Downfall, and that would be my grind <laughs> playlist. Would be that would be about all. Um, so to your point with regards to cross pollination, one of the, my biggest takeaways from the past weekend, and one of the biggest things that has sort of been impressed into my head about where Rochester's scene is headed, is that it's we probably shouldn't even be thinking about it as the Rochester scene because I think this is going forward very much going to be the Western New York scene. About like half oh, the yeah. people at our fucking show were from Syracuse, um, Buffalo. We're playing Buffalo this weekend. Back in the day, Rochester was, to my recollection, super insular. We like. And this is so fucking stupid. Like, me and my idiot f- friends and bandmates would, like, make fun of Buffalo for being like, oh, nothing's going on there, man. Buffalo's boring, which outside of the punk scene, like, Buffalo is way more of a legit city than Rochester is. Like, it, it just is. Um, yeah, definitely. But is. our punk scene was more exciting back then. Now it's like everybody's kind of on the same page. We all have some cool shit going on, but it's all small cities. So I think there's going to be a lot of road trips to shows. Which will mean less partying for some people, which I'm fucking totally fine with. Um, And a lot of bands trading shows in different cities. And I think that's how this can sort of take the next step from this is our cool local scene with some cool local bands. We get some touring bands to a point where like we could get big touring acts because if all three of those cities are on the same page, we have a wide array of venues to choose from. We have a bunch of different bands and we have a bunch of people that can go to shows. Yeah. Um, Like if someone's like, hey, we're playing a show in Toledo the day before we want to we, we hear the western new york scene is pretty popping 
Like, I wouldn't be like, all right, let's book you a show in Syracuse that's like six and a half hours away. I'd be like, yeah, let's book you a show in Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah. Which is closer. And then you can do a show in Philly or something like that. Or, fuck, maybe you could do a show in Syracuse the next day, two and a half hours, two, two blow, blow over two and a half hours away or so. You know, or you could do a show in fucking Albany. You know, you what go I mean? to like, Rome, New York, and commit suicide. Yeah, <laughs> you can go to Rome, New York, and plot your uh, grave. You can go to Utica and get some of those chicken riggies. Bimmington, Bimmington. Yeah, well, you ever been to Binghamton? Bimmington. I love Bimmington, man. Bimmington's got. I I don't know if they. I get. I seen a show that is going there and there. So only time I've been there, happens. I was there for like. An hour or two, and I had the best chicken wings I've ever had in my life. So shout out to the fucking old Union Motel or whatever the fuck it was called. Um, But But yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, I don't know. Last show, one of the last shows I went to before all this bullshit was probably the uh, No Fucker reunion in Albany. I didn't know how far away Albany was. I drove four hours. I thought I was going to drive like two by myself. But that was sick. Albany is in the mix too. They have a band, Wet Specimens, that's really good. Um, I think they have other. They have like other bands. They I'm do not, too. We are not that well versed in it not versed yet. In it. But that's more, uh, you know, central New York. That's yeah, actual upstate, upstate literally New York. People central. call Rochester upstate New York. I did for years myself, and then I looked at it on a map, and I was like, no, it's just <laughs> western. We're not upstate at all people everyone says and i was fucking up because i met people from new york and told them i was from upstate new york and they were like oh you're a fucking country boy what's up country boy Yo, what's like, up tree man i was like dude i fucking have the worst allergies i've fucking have never been in i'm the furthest thing from a country i am an urbanite to the bone but it's because i'm not fucking upstate new york it's western new york so yeah i'm sure they would still be like Oh, you, man, you dumb. You from the trees and the hills and stuff. I mean, I'll yeah. take that. That's that's fine. I am dumb. You like, you like leaves. Yo, dude, yo, yo oh, house is made like of sticks leaves. or something, yo. Yeah, there's yo. no sticks in New York City. Yo, this there's dude, no leaves. This dude takes a bath in mud. <laughs> yo, this guy probably been to a football game before. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. I've never been to a fucking Bills game in my fucking life. Um yeah, I, th- I think that's a good way to do it because, like, uh, th- I think this area could offer a lot of st- a lot of cool different stuff. And I'm cool, more cool now with, like, driving an hour totally, to and from yeah. somewhere. We might go to that, uh, that fucking Year of the Knife Warren show, which is the day after the HR show. Yeah. We should just do that. Fuck that it. Even cool, if we yeah. only, even if we don't see Year of the Knife, even if we see Warren and we're like, all right, peace. Like... We're out by seven thirty. Back home by eight, like eight thirty. Uh, and we'll get to this in a second. We can see our buddy Dylan's band uh, deal with God. New project he has. Um, yeah, Syracuse. In, so Buffalo, we're playing Buffalo next week, and they have a DIY venue called the Wasteland that I heard is sick. I know. I don't know that much about bands in Buffalo. Maybe someone can fill us in on that. Syracuse seems, and this was. Definitely not the case when I was younger. Syracuse seems like it might be popping off the most out of any of these three cities right now, it's at least bands-wise. I think Sy- Syracuse, like years ago, I'd say Syracuse is probably the weakest. Dude, Hunt It Down, was, yeah. Hunt it Down was the only band they had. Yeah. And like shows there were really fun. I actually played some awesome shows in Syracuse with Death Camp, but they there weren't that many people there, and there definitely weren't very many bands of their own. They had to bring in a lot of touring bands that they kind of just were like people that they knew that were willing to come play there, but yeah, I think they just they just lack like. Well, bands. they finally got that wave of 
kids who want to do people, stuff. Yeah, younger yeah. kids. So. They've got like younger kids who are like into skateboarding, and are, I think a lot of them are straight edge. They also have, to my understanding, a pretty thriving like street punk scene that also skews young. There's a band, the War Lovers, who are a street punk band from there. So there's one called the Congestants. I don't know that much about. We got Keg Stands Pub. Keg Stands Pub is the best band in Western New York. Just look For it sure. up. It's, it's a fucking incredible. Um, they're from there. Um, Stand Fed Ash is sick. Standalone. Standalone. We're gonna have our friend Dylan on soon to sort of go over the Syracuse scene a little bit more because yeah, we haven't he told him there. about it, but he's gonna be on. I soon. did tell him about it. I talked oh, about did? it. Yeah, he okay. doesn't he even to know. Come on tomorrow, <laughs> but I'm gonna fun. tell him to wait like a week or two. But um, probably. <laughs> Yo, Dylan, you're gonna be on the podcast, huh? What? <laughs> Bro? Claw Dude, me? What? <laughs> Dude, if I'm me on the podcast, you gotta claw me. Dude, I mean, nobody's gonna be able to know that I've been clawed, but... I mean, because it's uh, not on video, but... Dude, where's my claw? Dude, where's my claw? That's good. That's good, man. All right, we got something there. That's a uh, fucking ad slogan we could sell to people. Dude, where's my claw? New, new, yeah, we new white claw campaign. Dude, where's my claw? Where's my claw? Dude, where's my claw? Dude. Oh, you drank all of them already. I'm surprised they haven't done that already. And, and it's right? like, do people and then it's like, anymore? at the end, we're just like, look, it's Ashton Kusher and Brownface. How about in battle, there is no claw? That is definitely a thing I saw already. Yes, oh, yes. Fuck. Sorry, dude. I've seen two bands recently with using the their name and the bolt thrower fucking logo, and it's like. Oh, speaking of that. Fuck off. Speaking of that, the Minions shirt. Yeah, did you see that awesome bolt thrower shirt? On it. Oh it is God. an airbrushed shirt that says bolt thrower, but not even in the bolt thrower. And it says it just has a not even it's not even like a barbarian minion. It's just a regular minion. And it's a gat. And it says war master. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best shirt I've ever that seen. Rules. Damn. But yeah. Yeah. I think I think what we 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 need to get this. This unholy union of uh, the Orion's Belt of, of Western New York. If you think about it, Buffalo, Rochester, Syracuse. We need to kind of come to Utica's in the mix there, too. Whatever the fuck they have going on. Utica? Do <laughs> yeah, you mean the two uh, tumbleweeds that go by the town each day? Yeah. At the same <laughs> they had time? back in the day. They had fucking. We had med. We played not a show anymore. There. <laughs> they had herpes and no fucker. Well, there's people there, and maybe they'll come out, you know? Yeah. I'll fucking yeah. play there. Say, I swear to God, I won't play in Utica, New York. I I want chicken riggies. Yeah. What is what is a chicken riggie? It's just it's it's a uh, rigatoni, rigatoni with like chicken and like uh, the fuck peppers is there? Like, right? a, like and a like a cheap tomato yeah. cream sauce, I believe. That does sound fucking sounds good. good. They they used to sell it's it at uh, James Brown's place. And, sounds fire. And, sounds fire. Yeah. Okay. I loved it. And I actually never had Utica chicken riggies from Utica before. We played Utica before though. Yeah, but HR. we didn't get riggies. And we played with Jeez. a bunch of hardcore bands. Say Riggy one more time, motherfucker. <laughs> Say Riggy. Say it again. <laughs> Say Riggy again. <laughs> Fuck me. Well, I think that about wraps it. So if you I would say this to our uh to our listeners or fans. Buffalo bands, hit us up. Oh yeah, want to hear? Want to hear what we got going on there? Yeah, Utah, Tim, you, could, you know your way around that city. A Utah bit. Jazz is playing that show next. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, for yeah. any of those, uh, you old. I mean, they're not. It's not even that old, but a classic, classic Buffalo kind of, band. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Very, Hots, very well known. Late Hots uh, what, band, maybe. Yeah. What else is going on there, Tim? Any idea what Buffalo bands you you are have some bandmates from Buffalo? I know you were there not that long ago. 
You say there's a new band called Muddle that like sounds like Nirvana, but they're teenagers. Yeah, yeah, they're all. Yeah, they must be high school students or something. That sounds like it could be kind of cool, actually. That's that's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's more punk that they, you know, at least they sound like Nirvana and not like. I don't even, you know, whatever bullshit thing they Fucking could sound like. Fucking kids are into, like, 100 yeah. gecks or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah. 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 So, and then we're going to we're gonna try and get, like, some fucking cool bands up here. We already got some plans, so. We're going to try and get Nirvana up here, yeah. We're going to try and get the revived corpse of Nirvana. <laughs> Mr. Dud. What about, what about a band called the Corpse of Nirvana? I wouldn't oh, watch that. It'd actually be sick. You mean Dear Mr. Dead? Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get Dear Mr. Dead. They're from Good Syracuse band. What is Dear Mr. Dead. We'll show you. There's after. a video oh, where boy, okay. they they hate. They're like, we hate we, laptops. They, well, no, there was like it was a music video that was like <laughs> technology is getting bad, and at the end, like they throw a laptop into the field, <laughs> and I I messaged the band. I was like, hey guys, I like the music, but why do you hate laptops so much? And they're like, we don't hate laptops. It's just a metaphor. And I was like. Nah, it's like it's. I mean, it's really offensive that you like hate laptops. My dad makes laptops. My dad is a laptop. My dad. I, I literally said, like, my dad is a laptop maker, and he's like really upset. Like, why do you want my dad to and not have I was a job? Like, what anymore? do you have? A, what do you have against my dad? I sent him like a some picture of an old man. I looked up, and they're like, "This is my dad." After watching the video, and like. We spammed them with like the anti-laptop stuff. People, you are man. I always Dude, forget. Yeah, me you're, and you're Ben pro, Wood man. are probably the worst fucking people in on the internet when it comes to like trolling people. To I was gonna, a don't say the worst people on the internet. I mean, there's no, there's much definitely worse. way worse. We're the we're some of the funner ones. We're very fun. You're the fun um, bad guys. We're the fun bad guys. We it used to yeah. So we got like I got like so many people to just message them and be like, <laughs> "Why do you hate laptops?" To like they had to like block us all and like their manager like messaged me. Why do they have a manager? Because they're all forty five years old and they're, they're losers. What the fuck is yeah? Like their manager, aka yeah, that's my cousin Bobby. What are it was they a called? woman. Um, they're called Dear Mister Dead. They opened oh, up Jesus, for fucking man. THC here. Texas Hippie Coalition? Oh, yes. I was like, <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, they did. God damn oh, it. Oh, yeah. Damn it. Yeah, they got the good slap. We're, 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 we're picking up crumbs playing, like, punk music. We could be open up for Texas Hippie Coalition. We're fucking idiots. Probably would have got all sorts of fans and followers from being on that show. Oh, yeah, they would have loved all of our projects. They would have loved, loved. I would describe all our projects as FFO. Texas Hippie <laughs> Coalition. THC. Five Finger Death Punch. Yep. And other things of that ilk. <laughs> in all seriousness, though, um, if you, in addition to Buffalo bands, we want to we want to figure out what's up there band-wise. Um, um, maybe chat with, maybe we'll have a guest from Buffalo, too. I don't we'll, know. We'll have a chat to men. We can have a little roundtable, get Dylan, somebody from Buffalo, maybe an Albany guy. We'll, we'll talk about it. But fucking... It, also, any of our listeners who are in bands that want to fucking play somewhere other than where they live, hit us up. We want to book your band. Like we're fucking trying to trying to book out of town bands and network with people and fucking like make this a spot on the fucking tour map because we got the people, we got the venues, we got the bands, we got the drive. We're not all fuck ups, which is awesome and still kind of surreal to me. But uh, really, so anywhere, hit us up. Olean, yeah, Poughkeepsie. 
come on through. Olean used to used to be on one. That was that was a spot yeah. for hardcore. Yeah, it's, that was. It's weird reading like thank you lists from like bands from Rochester and like two thousands and because they have a thing that's like they have a thanks to thanks to Olean punks. That's where Ryan, who I believe listens to the podcast of I Object and Punks for Profit Records, he was an Olean guy. Really? That's I think I think he kind of made that happen almost single handedly. Yeah. That's good. That's kind That's of stuff sick. that needs to happen more. Hell yeah. Kids nowadays just want to go on TikTok, you know? They just want to listen be a, to... Be a real rebel and fucking and start a scene. go to Olean. <laughs> go to Olean and start a scene. Be a rebel and start up a punk scene in Olean, New York. <laughs> well, uh, visit us on Instagram, Twitter, email us. All that shit's going to be in the description. All that yep. Check it out. Click the links. Hit up our sponsors. You know, come check to out our the shows. bands we mentioned too. Uh, those all the Syracuse bands are fucking sweet. Check out Dylan's projects. Deal with God. Uh, that standalone band is good. Keg Stands Pub is incredible, um, and and the other Rochester bands too. Unordered doesn't have anything out yet, but you can check out Rotten UK and uh, Who Decides. Yeah, yeah. Sot off. That's that's all out there. So give right. it a look. Let us know what you think, and because uh, those are our friends. Sure. But, this is Gary. U.S. bombs and bombs away. Slice it down my